When I sat down to have a conversation with Dr. Rashid Aduafal a couple of weeks ago, I was under no illusions about the sort of person I was going to interview. I had taken a keen interest in his campaign simply because he was seeking to contest in my home constituency. I deliberately avoided having any sort of complicated policy discussions with him. I know the pitfalls such discussions hold for would-be parliamentarians. Yet it didn't take long in my interview with him to catch a glimpse of his policy persuasion. I still resisted asking him too many specific policy questions, knowing very well the constraint the Ghanaian lawmaker operates under in policy formulation at both the party and national level. However, I left that day quite impressed with the sketches of the broad policy views of this aspirant. I spent days long after I had published the interview analyzing the views proffered by the aspirant. You would agree with me that contesting for a parliamentary election in Ghana is not a pretty thing to do at the moment. The public outcry against the now erstwhile proposed new chamber, continuing decline of faith by the citizenry in parliament as evidenced by the Afrobarometer survey round six results, have made parliament a place of repugnant smell for those who wants to guard their integrity. However, the importance of parliament to our democracy cannot be overemphasized. The hour, they say, is darkest before the dawn. I believe in this state of national despair against the ability of our parliament to live up to its constitutional mandated functions would rise a crop of young vibrant parliamentarians to take up the mantle. After my conversations with Rashid, I have come to the realization that the best chance the new patriotic party has in winning back the Ajimako Anyana Siam constituency seat is by selecting Rashid Aduafal. I must first of all disclose that I am not a delegate and have minimal or close to nothing influence on the process. Secondly, it would take a campaign of extraordinary events aligning fortune and fate together for the NPP to wrestle the seat from the NDC. It would be a Herculean task but definitely not impossible. I would however come to this subject later. So what motivated my support for Rashid Aduafal? Two years ago, I was on a visit to Takorati for a wedding. On the way from Tama to Takorati, I made a habit of observing the number of plastics on the roadside. It was startling. I became convinced that we needed to deal with the menace of single-use plastics before it got out of hands. Two years now and nothing has really changed. My views remain the same. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, about 2.58 million metric tons of raw plastics are imported into Ghana annually, of which 73% effectively ends up as waste, while only 19% is reused. Sadly, less than 0.1% of the waste is recycled, meaning all the plastic waste generated end up in the environment. My first point of convergence policy-wise with Dr. Aduafal was in the area of legislation banning single-use plastics. Though he stopped short of making a commitment of sponsoring a private member's bill on legislation banning single-use plastics, he made a firm commitment to support such a legislation if it is brought to the House whilst he is a member. The survival of our planet in the next generation very much depends on how we manage our environment today. With a specialized training in environmental sanitation, I am not sure any of the other candidates is better placed to appreciate the dangers that lie ahead. There is so much we can do with regards to the issue of single-use plastics but at the moment there is an obvious lack of political will to force any progress on the issue. If we pause and reflect on the effects of our actions today on the environment, I am absolutely clear in my mind that we would resolve to do something about the issue. The best way to do that though for me is to ban most single-use plastics and this is a view Dr. Rashid Aduafal shares. In the run-up to the 2016 elections, one of the issues that concerned me greatly was the menace of political patronage. Meritocracy had become a non-existent word in that administration. In a meeting of one aspirant with his party delegates I chanced upon in my hometown, the message was clear, vote for me and you, your children and siblings would also get into the police service and customs. I was greatly worried by this sad spectacle. 
education as a tool of social mobility was not a novelty anymore. It was obvious to me then that candidates were not ashamed to buy the conscience of the delegates. It had nothing to do with the message or ideological disposition of the candidates. Rashid is very clear in his mind about the political reforms needed to rid this country of the constant endemic political corruption we are always engulfed in. One will wonder how just one person can make such a monumental difference as a mere member of parliament. I dare say to those people that if we are to make any real progress in ridding this nation of corruption then we must start from the very base by electing men and women of integrity like Dr. Rashid Aduafel. His absolute belief and understanding of issues regarding affirmative action, meritocracy and education as a tool for social mobility put him in a narrow category of young politicians with the right skill sets and intellectual disposition required for political leadership in this critical period of our history. Defeating Cassiel Otto Force an MP, won't be any easy task. He is a far more formidable candidate than he was in 2016 and the delegates of NPP would be under an illusion if they think the same strategy or personalities of 2012 can do the trick. Even in the face of incumbent onslaught in 2016, Otto Forsen managed to garner almost 2,500 votes more than his presidential candidate in 2016. The NPP parliamentary candidate in 2016 on the other hand had about 2,000 votes less than the presidential candidate despite the wind of change that was blowing nationally. What accounted for such disparity? Personality traits or political messaging? The task facing the NPP won't be any easier in 2020 as it was revealed by the recent opinion polls conducted by the Political Science Department of the University of Ghana. The NPP faces a monumental task of avoiding a fourth straight defeat at the hands of Cassiel Otto Forsen. However, until the current message changes, the NDC will keep feeding on the fears and aspirations of the people of Ajimako and Yenisayam to further consolidate their political grip on the constituency. In that survey conducted earlier this year, 65.98% of respondents in Ajimako said they wanted their current MP to contest again. Only 4.12% of respondents thought the incumbent MP was doing a bad job whilst 22.68% thought he was doing an excellent job. A further 12.37% of respondents thought he was doing a bad job but 28.87% thought he was doing a very good job with 31.96% saying he was doing a good job. The space for maneuvering is already constrained. 64.84% of the respondents in that survey said they will vote for the incumbent again with only 14.29% saying they will vote against him. This level of endorsement for an incumbent can only be overturned by a new breed of message, direction and a person with the right personality and temperament. Dr. Rashid Aduafel represents that new message, direction and right personality in his human relations. If the NPP has any chance of surviving the auto force and onslaught of 2020 then they are better for in going for the right man and Rashid Aduafel.